everybody, welcome back to a new episode of The Ungrownups. This is episode 23, otherwise known as the 23rd episode. And uh, much like Michael Jordan, this is going to be a great one. Oh, that was a nice, nice uh, segue there. You like that? I was going to say, this is the Survivor episode because we've all survived the 4th of July, which was yesterday for us. Yes. And we still have all of our fingers and toes. None of them got blown off. Correct. Um, so it was a safe and somewhat sane holiday. And it's it's a weird thing celebrating, you know, Independence Day with the raging dumpster fire that is 2020 going on. Yes. You know, it's it's hard to feel proud. It's it's to a be thing, an American. Yeah, I read a thing that was like basically it's uh you know, we're celebrating a country that you love but you're not very proud of. Or you don't necessarily like right this second. Yeah. And that's difficult, but you also I I don't know, you kind of feel bad being like, "Oh, we we should celebrate yeah, it's just a weird situation. It, 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 is, a, it is a weird holiday. It's, it's yeah. hard, hard to feel extremely patriotic when things aren't as good as they could be. Right. And well, and they're definitely, to your point, dumpster fire, but it's uh, there's a lot of stuff that's been pushed to the surface, and it's a, an odd time, and, you know, there's, oh, man, there are a lot of people out celebrating, though, that's for sure. Yeah, it was interesting, because in Southern California, they closed all the beaches down. Yeah. Uh, so, like, L.A. and Orange County beaches were closed. Yep. Um, no public firework displays. So like most local cities would do, you know, fireworks at a local football stadium, like high school football. I'm fairly convinced that because they closed all of those down, they just handed those out to people. Yeah. I I shit you not. There, there had to have been, I would say three times the amount of illegal fireworks. Oh yeah. Um, it's like fireworks were buy to get 75,000 free. Yeah. And the other thing that I found odd is because usually when you drive around, you'll see those fireworks shacks set up. And then July 1st, they open up, and it's right. a fundraiser for Boy Scouts or whatever the, the, the organization that is running those, those uh, fireworks stands may be. I didn't see a single fireworks stand this year. We did. I you, saw a bunch. Yeah, so there were a lot of them over um, like Santa Ana area, okay. uh, Santa Ana, Tustin. And uh, we bought some stuff yesterday. Yeah, I was going to say, all my neighbors had them. I yeah. mean, they were lighting off some mortars. There were some I mean, oh, yeah. Roman candles. There was some good stuff. There was a lot of like actual really unsafe, expensive, or the, oh, yeah. like, you know, the... Yeah, the non-safe and insane fireworks. I say unsafe, but that's not necessarily true. Just the, the illegal fireworks, but we went to the safe and sane store. Yeah. And we got, you know, fountains and... Yeah, basically whatever. anything that leaves the ground is illegal. But if it's just a fountain or whatever, like nothing shoots up in the air and blows up. Right, it's just... right. But you can have, like, they can go, I think it's like 10 feet and they can make little crackles. And... Yeah. They're not all that great. No, but no. yeah, the amount of fireworks we had like in the neighborhood last night was pretty astounding. And like, yeah. we went for a walk this morning and you can see all the, the firework debris, all right. the paper shrapnel and crap all around. Kind of everywhere. And there was some uh, local news footage of like they, they put the, the helicopter up in the sky and just flying over L.A. and just seeing how many fireworks were going off was kind of insane. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. I lived uh, for a while in like downtown Santa Ana and it would get pretty gnarly. Like, if you have PTSD, you don't come to this neighborhood kind of deal. Right. Um, and then, <clears throat> it wasn't 4th of July, but there was a New Year's. I stayed uh, at my buddy's house in Oakland, and it was cool because his the house looks out over the bay. Okay. And so you could see, like, four different fire, you know, New New Year's firework displays. Yeah. But it felt that same day, like, you're up in a helicopter because you're looking out over everything. It was pretty rad. Yeah, it was just kind of nutty seeing how many fireworks. Because the way, the way my neighborhood works, it's, it's like a big circle or big loop with a street down the middle and pretty much every corner of that loop had a firework show going on and right. you can see uh, adjoining neighborhoods with different fireworks shows and so it was 
a much more immersive fireworks experience than it would have been had they had public fireworks put on by the city kind of thing. Right. I also recall being in an airplane for the 4th of July once. That was pretty cool. I've flown into John Wayne Airport over Disneyland when they were doing their fireworks mm-hmm. show. So I've seen that. But yeah, that's really cool. Never for like the 4th or anything like that. It's an interesting angle to be above the fireworks. Kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is kind of cool. And, and today's the day where the, the national average of human fingers in America <laughs> diminishes slightly for all those that have blown one off. Guaranteed to have gone down. I think it, it's interesting, too, like the number of, in spite of the beaches being closed, in spite of face masks, now a law, by the way, uh, legally required and people still not doing it, the number of people having parties. Like, a, yeah. a friend of a friend was having a birthday party. People were having big 4th of July parties. I went swimming with my sister and her kids yeah. and my brother-in-law. Yeah, and it's, it's a challenge because, like, again, like, our neighbors were out front with their grills, like, at the end of the driveway. They had rented a bounce house, um, you know, so the kids were playing in that type of stuff. So it's – you could stay distant, you know, because you're outdoors. So you, you could stay distant. But the hard part was is there was, like, potluck – food being served so obviously if you're messing with a potluck you're not distancing because you're putting your hands all over the same thing that everybody else is so we didn't touch those things i don't like potlucks for the same reason i don't like hometown buffet yeah it's just weird yeah well i mean it it's it's fine i guess in smaller numbers like right if it was like a family potluck right but when you have like not like that not that's what we had yesterday but if you have like 60 people or something then it's just but this was maybe five neighbors that were kind of just out in front of the street doing it. So it was, I'm super not into work potlucks either. That's weird. Like I don't want your casserole, Carolyn, Catherine. Yeah. I I I don't know what your name is. I haven't, I I can't say I've ever been a part of a work potluck. At the place that you work, they used well. At least the the main no, they, building they, they would do a lot. Yeah, they would do a holiday potluck, and all I would do is I would just order like a sixty count nuggets from Chick Fil A or something and be yeah, done with it. That's perfect. Yeah, I'd go in with a coworker or whatever and just do that. So I wouldn't actually make anything from scratch. It's, speaking of nuggets, and this is somewhat kind of embarrassing. I had Wingstop the other day. Yeah, did I, you get the boneless nuggets? No, 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 no. no, no. Regu- I like the regular wings, but uh, I. <laughs> I felt so gross afterwards. I had 15 wings. And I know that's not necessarily a huge amount. I was going to say, is that a lot? lot? It feels like it. Is it? What? Yeah, 15. Is it like an, is it a meal? Like you get the number two and that's a 15? No, well, I ordered, I had ordered like 30 because I got them for almost like a potluck. Uh, <laughs> no, it was for, for dinner for uh, family. And so I was just like, I'll get 30 of them. And then I yeah. had, I ended up just chowing 15 myself. And then yeah. I needed Wingstop is one of those places where I've, seen a couple of i think i've went to one or maybe once or twice for lunch way back in the day it's probably been 10 years or so since i've last actually eaten at a wing stop you gotta like wings if you don't there's no reason to go i like wings but again not enough to go there for them like it's yeah it's it's a weird place like it's it it obviously has a following it has a customer base yeah yeah i wonder if it's just because it's a cheap franchise like subway you know, it's one of those things where if you're going to start your own restaurant, that's a cheap one to set up no, compared maybe. to McDonald's or whatever the other franchises are. But well, there's another place. It's not. It's not a franchise. It's not associated. But it's in um, in Costa Mesa. It's called Wing Nuts, and they also have really good wings. But they're more of like a full service restaurant. Okay. Uh, you know, and they have like burgers and 
wraps or something that's salads, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. so are you talented enough with the wing where you can like bite it and then twist it and get the all the meat off like in one the, oh, oh on like the the whatever the two bone thing yeah, yeah i don't yeah. know what that's called the flat yeah uh believe it or not i'm i usually end up just paying for all wings and no flats oh okay but no, the answer is no. Did, did you do the whole buffalo or did you? So I got, well, regular like Frank's Red Hot and then we got some uh, Parmesan something or other. And then my one of my favorites is lemon pepper. It's dry rub. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I don't necessarily need like. Maybe the next episode we'll do. We'll go wing stop and just be slurping on our oh, fingers and stuff. So as gross. <laughs> just chewing into the, the uh, that's that weird, like that ASMR. There will be people that will like that. Yeah. Is that what's called ASMR? A- yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Asmar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bollocks to your asthma. Yeah, mm-hmm. there will be a lot of people that like that. Um, so back to the 4th of July thing and fireworks. When I was a kid, I distinctly remember, well, first off, the fireworks were much different. Like, do you remember how big the Piccolo Peets were? Oh, yeah. yeah. And you could cut them. There was a certain spot you could cut them and then you peel the paper and build Excuse me, like build rockets and stuff with yeah. them. So we would tape them to the back of Hot Wheels cars. We would do uh, like make our own bottle rockets. We did a lot of really silly stuff. And then one year, my dad lived in Fountain Valley, and we had a big bunch of people over in the backyard. And I, I remember, I don't remember how old I was, but I built a ramp so that I could jump the fountains on my BMX bike. Nice. And it was awesome. And then my dad got pissed. <laughs> but I mean, what are you? How are you gonna stop yeah, me? Yeah. I'm on a bike. When I was in, I want to say like my early twenties. I was working as like a car audio installer and I had a buddy that I met as an installer and he was still doing that type of stuff too. But he had a, uh, I think it was his girlfriend's stepdad or something and he was affiliated with ambulances. And so the ambulances were built in South Carolina and he was like a, a Western regional sales dude. Mm-hmm. And so the ambulances would be transported out to California and then we would outfit them for the local department how they wanted it. So like the light patterns, yeah. the light lenses, the right. colors. Some of the minor electrical stuff we would update. But because the factory was in South Carolina, they have huge, huge fireworks stores. Oh, they just smuggle them? Yeah, where you just walk in. It's like a Walmart. <laughs> right, Nothing right. but fireworks. Right. And so when we knew the ambulance was coming, um, my buddy would actually go out to South Carolina, load the ambulance up with fireworks, and then have the ambulance shipped to California. That's pretty funny. And so one year we had, it was I think it was called The Show, and it was a mortar that was bolted to a four-foot-by-four-foot sheet of plywood. Oh, jeez. And it was an entire fireworks show. You lit the fuse. And just stand back. And it was like a 20, 25-minute show. Right. It was amazing. Where did you do that and not get busted? This was South Orange County. This this totally could have and should have been busted, but it just yeah. wasn't. That's awesome. And, and I think it's one of those things where because everybody is always lighting off fireworks illegal on the 4th, there's just too many places to go and too many calls to the field. I mean, right. you can't hit them all. So I think right. they were just playing the odds. Yeah. Uh, we we used to go to Valley Fire a lot. And then we'd get stuff out there. So it's just past Vegas. It's an yeah. you know, Indian reservation where they have all the illegal fireworks. We'd go out there. Same deal. by these crazy mortars. I remember seeing one one time that was like 50 tubes in one. It might have been the same yeah. thing you're talking about. I wanted it so bad. But it was like 500 yeah. bucks. They would have boxes like in these fireworks stores that were literally looked like a twin mattress yeah. vertically. Yeah. And, it, and it was... It had a, a clear window in it, and it had all the packaging inside. So it was just like a ginormous package of fireworks. Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad at that kind of stuff. Yeah, we were lighting up bottle rockets, but the bottles that we were using, I think we were using 
Snapple bottle, so the mouth of the bottle was too wide. Oh yeah. So the fire, the bottle rockets weren't going vertically; they were going horizontally, <laughs> and so we had to run to dodge <laughs> right. the rockets coming at us. That's pretty funny. We did. Uh, we used to. Well, Roman candles were still legal when I was a kid, and then after they weren't legal, my cousin would go to Mexico, or we'd get stuff from Valley Fire or whatever. But we play Roman candle baseball. So you get a Roman candle huh. and you have a broom. And you shoot the broom, you know, the, at the person holding the broom. And you try, and you try to hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you catch the broom on fire. It's super <laughs> awesome. Or you catch you on fire. Yeah. yeah. But the best part is, is like, I think I was dating Jeanette. And I brought her over one year to my buddy's house who had all these illegal fireworks. And that was the year the bottle rockets went sideways. So I'm here with my girlfriend and we're dodging fireworks. That's pretty rad. Yeah. That's a pretty good way of making a strong first impression. You know, well, I think I... Like new, you were just started. Yes. That's pretty. Funny. I think literally this is like a month or two into the relationship. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, we uh, a couple years ago. I don't. This wasn't last year. Maybe it was the year before. We had a big block party at my sister's house, and uh, my one brother-in-law. I mean, we were we were obviously sober and safe and sane, and you know, doing all the the right things. And somehow a firework got lit on its side, and it shot rockets at the house and everybody watching. Oh, nice. And to this day, we bring it up. And, you know, I mean, I can, it was a legitimate mistake in hindsight. I could see how it was done, but it was, it was pretty bad. I didn't light it, by the way. Uh, that would be my brother in law. Yeah. Yesterday yeah. was interesting because, you know, we're walking down the, uh, the street and seeing what the neighbors have set up. And this is, they were just getting things set up. Like the bounce house was just delivered and it was mm-hmm. being inflated. And Grayson sees the cooler. He's like, Dad, they got Coronas in there. You should have one. I'm like, it's 10 30. He's like, you should have one. Yeah, it's a holiday. It's a holiday. So, yeah. yeah, I had my first beer at 1030 in the morning. I waited till after three. That was good. But I didn't have that many. I, I think I had a total of like three beers and then like a rum and coke. And yeah. that was for the entire day. That's not bad. So, yeah, I was able to pace it. But some of the neighbors weren't quite so lucky. Between the jello shots, the beer, the, uh, the, the handle of Tito's vodka. Oh. And I don't know what other drinks there were. Jeanette made some Heineken chocolate chip cookies that were phenomenal. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. And so the secret with baking, apparently I've learned from my wife, is when you use beer in the in the cookie batter, it adds moisture. And so basically whatever you add in terms of beer, you add a little bit of flour so the consistency of the, of the cookie batter stays the way it is. Yeah. But the cookies never get hard. They stay moist. So even when they come out of the oven, they never get they're crunchy. Soft. They're just soft yeah. cookies. But who likes crunchy cookies? People like crunch, I guess. Mm. And cookies? Okay. I, I don't guess. know. But anyway, so yeah, that was the uh, the secret to the Heineken chocolate chip cookies we had last night. And so she made something like three dozen, and they were gone after like six minutes. Are they still like boozy? No, because the alcohol burns off. Right, right, right. So it's just like the yeast and everything else. That- so a kid could have one. Kids were eating them, yes. Oh, okay. oh and the best part was, is one of the other moms had made um, watermelon balls, and half the watermelon was vodka-infused, and half the watermelon was not vodka-infused. The vodka-infused watermelon balls had toothpicks in them. Uh-huh. Well, that makes it a lot easier for kids to eat. Right. So some of them might have gotten consumed by some <laughs> miners. <laughs> That's, they weren't my kids. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. That was, I mean, I don't know how you label. Yeah. I, well, you put a label on it. Like kids are going to read. Uh, or put it up Yeah, that, that's probably what it should have been. It was yeah. higher or in somebody's garage or yeah, something. Yeah, or in their, in their Instead of out, purview. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cookies sound delicious. I'm not eating cookies at the moment because I've decided that uh, it's time for a diet and it's 
How's that going? It's good, but it's funny because like everything that I don't normally eat anyways now all sounds really appealing. <laughs> so like I'm not I'm not a huge bread, but like I don't eat tons of bread. Yeah. But now like that I'm not eating bread, I'm like, oh man, a loaf of bread would be awesome. Yeah, it's that whole temptation thing. Now you can't yeah. have it, you want it. Yeah, but I've been I'm doing great. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen Eat, results? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm down like 10 pounds. Holy shit. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Woo. You were up 10 pounds? Yeah, wait, what is that supposed to mean? I like, don't know. You don't look extra oh, fluffy oh. or anything. It's like, it's just one of those things. It's yeah, like. I, I'm I'm very fortunate that I carry my weight fairly well. Yeah. But I'm just, I know I'm a lot heavier. Like, dude, I, but in high school, I was 145 pounds, 150 pounds. I don't want to be that again. I don't right? think I was but, ever. I was, well, I was a small, like, vegan kid, that vegan punk rock kid, so oh. I just said that out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have pictures of you with, like, a mohawk? Uh, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever went that far in All in kinds of different colors, and... Yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, anyway, so, yeah, so, uh, you know, as you get older and stuff happens and you're, like, a little bit less active, so it's time to get... Yeah, that's that's the hard part, is, right. is the activity change is just... Especially now with, with this whole COVID thing, it's just like, you're, you know, people can't, well, I guess now you kind of sort of go back to the gym, but it's it's still kind of hard when you're mostly sedentary at home, yeah. working from home. Yeah. So that, that does become a challenge. Well, so I, uh, I signed, actually the shirts over there, I signed up for a virtual 5k, so I got to do that in the next week, but I bought it or I did it because the, the shirt's shirt amazing. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a, uh, Ron Burgundy shirt. So I'm going to do that. Uh, but I, I finally broke down and bought some new kettlebells and some other stuff just to have them at the Where'd house. Where'd you find those at? Well, I mean, that was the thing. That's why I couldn't get them forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I finally found them on Amazon. And they have them, but they're like a three-week lead time. So we'll see. we'll see if they ever show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of lead times and shit not showing up, Old Navy is on my shit list. Yes. We, we can add them to Taco Town or Taco Time. Taco Time. Walmart. And, and Walmart and other places that fucking suck. Yeah, I can't remember, so, man. There's so many places. That Old Navy popped up on my radar in early May, because they were doing a pre-order on cloth masks. Which is, I think it's interesting that a lot of these companies that jumped on the mask right. thing, right? Well, but, I mean, it's, there's, I there's a need. I'm, yeah, and they may, they have cloth. Right. And so that was the thing. This, this whole idea with, with Old Navy was they were taking excess fabric that they were already basically going to scrap. So right. from their boxer shorts or for what other, other garments that they make. Like maybe it's the, what's that called where you cut it off? The cutoffs, and it's I extra, guess. yeah, yeah, yeah. scraps. The scraps. So they were basically repurposing the scraps and making masks right. out of them. So they were doing a pre-order thing. So you, for twelve dollars and fifty cents, you could purchase five masks. Which and is so that's a good deal. Reasonable. Yeah, I saw people uh, uh, selling masks for like eight or ten bucks a piece. Right. So yeah, so that's this is a reasonable. Five masks, and they're, and they're, I think they said like triple layer cloth masks. Yeah, whatever. So I bought two adult packs. So that would have been a total of ten adult masks for Jeanette and I to share. And then I bought a five pack of kids masks mm-hmm. for Grayson because I figure if and when school starts up and he has to go in person, he's probably going to have to wear a mask. Right. And we have masks that Jeanette made and stuff, but I figured it'd be nice to have a larger assortment so we can make sure we wash them and rotate through mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So anyway, you want them to match your shoes or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you want to go that far. Sure. So we, I pre-ordered them. I think I placed the order on May 9th. Uh-huh. And when I clicked on the pre-order, it said, this is a pre-order real big. And it says... Item is not expected to ship until June 7th. I'm like, that's fine. A month from now? No big deal. It's a month ago now. Right. Yep. So June 7th, it's, it's a couple days before June 7th, and I click on the order just to see the update. I notice that the shipping date has now changed to July 7th. Okay. 
All right. What the fuck? This is a pre-order. How hard is this? Okay, whatever. Yeah. Luckily, you know, we still have masks. We're good. So then at the end of June, like I want to say like around like the 20th or so, or the 20, somewhere around there, I get an email shipment notification. Mm-hmm. Your uh, partial shipment notification, your, two, your orders of two adult masks have shipped. Sweet. Here's a tracking number. You click on it. And it says the uh, shipper is awaiting the package. Like, right, I haven't right, got yeah, it. Yeah. I keep clicking on it like every day. Nothing changes until a week later. UPS says that they've received it and it's been processed at San Leandro, California. So like Northern California. Yeah. They received the package and then it's in transit. So then I'm like, sweet, it's coming. And then on June 30th, it says that it's, it's arrived at my local post office. Sweet. So yeah. that means it's, it's a day or two away from being delivered. Yeah, shouldn't they just walk it over at that point? Right. Yeah. That was June 30th. I still have not received it. And interestingly enough, I had an appointment on Friday to renew my son's passport. Uh-huh. So I'm at the actual post office processing facility. Wait, you got a renewal deal? Because everything I read says don't even try to renew your passport. Mine expired last month. Well, Grayson's expires in August. And so we wanted to have it. And for a kid, it's not technically a renewal process. You just have to apply it. But because he's a minor, you have to go in person to do an interview Uh so they can confirm that our kid is our kid. Right, right, right. Whatever. Yeah. Right. And both parents have to show their ID and be present. So I did that interview with Grayson on Friday morning, and it was at that post office where that package should have been. So I I asked the lady, I said, hey, I have this tracking number. It says it's here. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's not here yet. When it says that it's in like in transit or something like that, that's how you know it's here. So wait, what? Right. Even though the so tra- it says it's there doesn't mean it's there. Yeah. It has to be in transit for it to be, to be there, there. Which is the- basically Old Navy sucks what? a fucking donkey dick. Yeah, that's dumb. and their shipping process sucks ass. And even better, last night on the Fourth of July at seven fifteen, I get an email. From Old Navy informing me that the... Because they shipped part of the order. It was right, a partial right, shipment. Right. So the adult mask shipped. Right. They had to cancel the mask, the order mat for the juvenile masks because they were unable to fulfill them. And it's like, it was a pre-order. Yeah, isn't that how you know how much you need to fulfill? Yes. How the hell do you not... How are you not able to meet a pre-order fulfillment? And why the fuck are you telling me now? Two months after the fact. So Old Navy... Can choke on a bag of dicks. Whoa. You should mail them one, but it may never get there. <laughs> yeah. The tracking will say it's it's in route, but it'll never get there. I, but, uh, I'm i not a big old Navy fan to begin with, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I don't know. It's just something about it just feels cheesy. Well, the weird thing with old Navy is it's it's part of Gap, right. Banana Republic. It's like the lower end of that. Yes. Yeah yeah. 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 But the fact that, I mean, from a corporate organizational structure, it's part of a much bigger entity. Right. And yet they've dropped the ball multiple times on a super simple mask pre-order from two months ago. Yeah, that's really weird. That is the thing I can't understand. It's like, how do you screw the pooch so many times repeatedly in different ways? But yeah, I don't know. And so I'm wondering when the mask will show up. It'll probably be July 7th. No, I had ordered a... What did I order? Oh, I ordered a uh, like an air purifier, uh, which I realized after it shipped, I was like, I don't want this thing. I don't need this, and uh, which was stupid. So I like went to go cancel it, but basically Amazon was like, well, just wait till it shows up, right? And then we'll just do a return. Right, right. 
And then a couple days later, I get an email that says that there's a delay with my shipment and it's literally never showed up. And so you can't return something you never received. Well, so I ended up calling them and I said, the thing's never shown up. This is like, it's been like two months. Yeah. And they said, oh yeah, sorry. I, I, we have no idea what's going on. We'll just refund your money. I said, great. What happens if and when it does show up? Like, well, like, let's keep, keep it. Keep it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I'm honestly hoping it never shows up. Well, yeah. But how, do, how does a package go in just into the abyss? So check this out. So speaking of packages disappearing, Jeanette, yeah. Jeanette had ordered something for Grace and some crafting projects. So he had something to do over the summer. And she sent me a screenshot of this Amazon notice. And it wasn't an email. She had to log it or log into the Amazon app and see what the status of her order was. Because yeah. it was supposed to be delivered today. Undeliverable. Unfortunately, a problem occurred during shipping and we had to cancel your delivery. The package is being returned, and we will issue a refund within three to five business days after the return is processed. Wait, this is from who? Amazon. What? Somehow, the the package was shipped, but a problem happened during well, delivery. Maybe it got to, the box got destroyed and stuff fell but if out. Shipped, or yeah, that's weird. And they had to cancel the delivery, but the package is returned. So yeah, it was this. But the weirdest thing, yeah. I've never seen it before, but... I've never seen that before. I I have seen, um, when I got my rack, which I still haven't installed yet, but when I got the rack, I got a shipping or shipping notification, everything was fine, right? And then the day it's supposed to be delivered, they said nobody was there to sign for it. And I'm like, what? And it was getting delivered to my sister's house, because at the time, I thought I would be out of town <laughs> because COVID right, right. Uh, happened, and that canceled that. So anyways, so... I asked my sister, hey, did they knock on the door? Did they? She's like, I've been here all day. Nobody's yeah. Nobody showed up. So they didn't even try. It's, and that's not on That's not on up top. That's on the, the shipper. That's on UPS. Yeah. Like, to not even try. Like, was it UPS? Lazy. Yeah, it was UPS. Yeah, it's, it's always interesting seeing, like, those stories where, you know, uh, customer not home. And you're like, I was sitting at home all day in the front room. Right. I would have seen you drive up kind of thing. Yeah. I always see the guys, like, because I'll sit on the couch or whatever, and I see the guys come up and deliver stuff, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Thanks. And they're, they're usually, oh, they're kind of taken aback, because I guess, I don't know, maybe you can't see in very well from out. I have no idea, but they don't realize I'm sitting there. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I freak them out. But well, so, the fact that you're not wearing clothes and you're well, sitting on the sofa might be more of that freak out reason. I don't think so. I think that's, you know. That's just human nature. That's, that's just natural. That's nature. Yeah, they're into it. Uh, <laughs> Check out my package. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So spe <laughs> speaking of master really quick. So you know how you always see, like, I don't know, especially during Halloween. Hol hol Halloween? Holiday weekends. Oh, holiday wow. weekends. Okay. That was hard. Yeah, I totally misunderstood. Yeah, where yeah, you yeah. No. <laughs> holiday weekends. So, you know, they're, they're like the guys that walk around, like, the grocery store parking lot selling shirts or whatever, trinkets and doodads and all yeah, that yeah, crap, yeah. right? Especially around here. It's pretty common. I saw a guy yesterday. Went to, We went to the grocery store. Dude was selling. Like, he had this huge board he was carrying around selling face masks. Different ones. Interesting. Yeah, I thought it was quite interesting. I didn't see that yet. Did it look like something he was making? or was No, it no, like no, no, no. It was like, it was like uh, obviously, he's working for a company that's probably yeah. selling, you know. It, like, he's like the ice cream man of face masks. Yeah. I mean, there's... There's demand for them. Yeah, I just I hadn't seen it, so I thought that was that was quite interesting. I know when when the the mask requirements first started coming out, like in, like really the early days of COVID, so I want to say like March timing, there was uh, some ladies in the neighborhood that were actually making them and selling them, and they would hang out like at the park, and yeah. you could meet them up in the park or whatever. It felt like a drug deal. You're meeting them <laughs> up at a park, you know, exchanging a twenty for some masks and walking off. I think it's really weird that you know, and this isn't to shame anybody as much as it's 
slightly shaming people, but, you know, face masks have been made mandatory. All the grocery stores and stuff around here are signs, like, no mask, no entry. It's crazy. But they don't enforce it at all. It's the, well, the shitty thing is, is, like, the enforcement needs to happen, but people are berating employees that are getting paid minimum wage that don't need to put up with the shit. Like, I know there's... There's been some popular restaurants. I know in Mexico, like or not Mexico, there was a Mexican restaurant in L.A., a taco spot that actually just closed their doors. Yeah, because people wouldn't comply. Because the right. employees were being harassed so harshly by customers because the customers weren't wearing masks. Employees told them they needed to be wear masks, and they were just getting just ranted at. And so yeah. they were just like, enough. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, there's no need to yell at, at the employee. And like, if you don't want to wear one, guess what? Don't go in the store. Well, like, it's, it's not rocket surgery. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, oh, my freedoms, my rights. Like, you're on private property. Yeah. If you don't want to follow the rules, you aren't welcome on this private property. Yeah, it, it should be way less of a political issue than it is. But uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, it, it should be way less. So let's let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've got I've got one that's actually pretty cool. So all right, all right. Um, and I think I missed out. Well, I don't. I wouldn't say I missed out. It's not something I need. But uh, this is this year is the 35th anniversary of Back to the Future. Did you know that? I do know that. So it was the 35th anniversary of Back to the Future, and something pretty rad happened is uh, Transformers and Back to the Future have gotten a mashup. So really? there is there is a Transformer DeLorean. Do you want to guess what his name is? Doc? Gigawatt. Oh, all right. Gigawatt. 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 All right. There's a tra- so it's a DeLorean that transforms into a robot. He comes with the pole, right, for when they use that to, to get Marty back to the present, um, or back to 85. There's, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the present's still in the well, past. Yeah. Quite, quite frankly, man, wouldn't you get like to go back to 1985 some days? Um, but anyway, so super rad. Walmart's doing a pre-order of them, uh, which I wasn't able to see the website go live, but Walmart did a limited edition one of 1,985 pieces for 1985. What's the Walmart pre-order get you? Is it just special packaging or is that special packaging and the license plate uh, is numbered. So oh, all okay. of the plates are, yeah. So, but then there, there's going to be a general release in October. That's the one. I'll and the, yeah, that one, it does look pretty cool. I don't know. I can't remember how much they're going to be, but there's also a comic book series coming out with huh. where the, the DeLorean transformer doc Marty. So it, they're injecting the transformers into that world. It looks actually kind of cool. Interesting. I wonder how that all came about. Uh, that's a great question. Does Hasbro, Hasbro have Hasbro like, probably owns both licenses yep. to both and yep. figured out they could do it? Yeah, but I mean that's that is pretty cool. Yeah, and it, it's a decent looking toy. Because I I've got the the Lego Back to the Future um, Delorean. Oh man, I wanted that. And one. that was like the I think it was a Lego's ideas set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted that one and and I waffled. Yeah, and I, I didn't. That. And that one's pretty awesome. Yeah, and now they're. I'm not gonna spend. I think they're two fifty or something now. Yeah, I don't have the box or anything, but I, I have the set. It's, it's sitting at my desk at work. Yeah, no, it's and it's got awesome. the little minifig of, of Doc and mm-hmm. and McFly. So it's it's pretty awesome in that regard. I have uh, minifigs of. I have one of Marty because they did like. Do you remember those? I don't know what it's called, but it's that toy. So it, it's basically this thing that plugs into like your Nintendo or your PlayStation. I think they did it for oh, yeah, for the yeah. Wii, the PlayStation, and maybe Xbox. But you could buy all these little like mini figures, or you could buy uh, different figures from different, not just Lego. And they had RFID tags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd put them on this thing, and then you get other stuff in the game. I never played those, but they had Knight Rider, they had uh, Mr. T and the van, the 18 van. They have all these like different ones. I collected a bunch of those because. So how'd you find out about this? Transformer Back to the Future pre-order thing? Was it just part of your Back to the Future 
Oh, no. I got... It was uh, a random news article that I saw. Oh, rad. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's cool. It's on, like, Mashable or something. So, speaking uh, of, like, movies and stuff from, like, the 80s, I'm kind of introducing Grayson to Jim Carrey's theatrical works. So, he... Grayson is familiar with Jim Carrey because of The Grinch. So, he knows him as The Grinch, but he doesn't know who Jim Carrey really is because he... Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot he was even in The Grinch. Yeah. He was in the live-action Grinch. And so we started off on Friday night with a viewing of The Mask. And I hadn't seen that movie. It's got to be 20 years. It's not terrible. It's not. And for some reason, I remember that being like one of the first movies that actually made CGI like kind of a big part of the movie because Mm -hmm. of the transformation of Jim Carrey into the mask character and and all of those, those scenes. The movie holds up pretty well. I haven't seen it since it came out. And this uh, was this Cameron was, Diaz's debut. It was yeah, Cameron yeah. Diaz. It was her debut. The, the thing that st- stood out the most to me was seeing the comedian Richard Jenny play a part. Because I mean, Richard I, Jenny. He's a comedian that was kind of big, like in the eighties and nineties, uh, and I haven't thought of him at all ever since. But then right. he was in the movie. I was like, I wonder what the hell that guy's doing. I can't even think of what he looks like, but. I saw The Mask the first time at a special, like a pre-release, a preview showing of it. Was it one of those ones where they ask you what you're... Exactly. And they they had prefaced the whole thing in the beginning. They're like, hey, this is a a rough cut. Some of the the special effects and stuff aren't done. So there were scenes in the movie when we were watching it that were totally missing. Oh. Or they, they would just have like a storyboard some storyboard pieces and stuff to get through that section but it was it was quite interesting was I remember, that the I remember only way you watched it yeah so you haven't even seen like the final well, no, that finish. can't be right I must have seen it once yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah I it's been so the, I, I may have seen that movie twice yeah so I I think I might have seen the movie maybe twice yeah. once maybe in the theaters I think and then once like on HBO or whatever it was running on cable so what's the next one so then, so we started off with the mask, and then of course, because it's on Netflix, it's like you've watched this, yeah, you yeah. may like this. So, liar, liar is up next. That's a pretty good one. So, Me, myself, and Irene was funny, but I don't know if that that's appropriate for a child. Yeah, I think after liar, liar, we'll get into Ace Ventura. Yeah, see, because, that's where I would have started. Yeah, but I think these, I think it slowly kind of ramps up in the silliness. Right, right. Like the mask is semi-silly, kind of strange. Liar, liar, kind of gets a little bit more with the frivolousness of, of the character, and then Ace Ventura just no holds barred, just kind of wackiness. Right. The second one was terrible. Is that the one where he comes out of the rhino's ass? Yeah. 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 The first one was good. The second one was. Yeah, the first one was was great, but yeah, I, and then I mean, he hasn't. What has he done? Jim Carrey. Yeah. What else besides that? I mean, I can't think of. Um, what was it? Didn't he play God or whatever? Or was that was. No, that was Liar Liar. No. Morgan Freeman? Yeah, yeah. What movie was that? Was that Liar Liar? Oh, Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. There we go. There we go. Was he in... He wasn't Truman Show, was he? Was that him? Yeah. Yeah. He was in Truman Show. That was a good movie. That was a good one. Yeah. That's not super silly or anything. No. No, that's kind of on the more conservative, straight lay side of things. Yeah, Bruce Almighty was okay. So we're introducing Grayson to Jim Carrey's finest works. Might introduce him to Fire Marshal Bill and some In Living Color episodes. The squirrel... uh, Oh, God. What was that character? (laughs) The, the camper kid. Oh, I don't. I, I think I know who you're talking about. I can't remember. Oh man, that was really funny. So yeah, so we're kind of starting off. Grayson's already seen like the Back to the Future stuff. He likes those. Mm-hmm. Um, he likes Spaceballs much more than Star Wars. Uh, so he has a, a, a thing for like comedy. Yeah, that's good. So we'll kind of see where it goes with this liar liar viewing late, you can later show tonight. The original Jumanji. That's a good one. Yeah, movie. that is a good one. It's pretty. 
I haven't seen the remake, so I don't know how it. it I have never maybe seen it. It seems like the way to make a movie these days is to do remake and then bring in The Rock. Dude, there's so much stuff too that's like slated to be remade that just does flat out doesn't the the, the Princess Bride they're talking about. Well, that one was was being remade for that internet streaming app Quibi or yeah, Quick Bites, the the Quibi. Mm-hmm. So it's basically just is that still a thing? Apparently, for oh. six people that okay. subscribe. But the the idea being, it's kind of like when they did that in poor taste celebrity singing of uh, Imagine. Where they ha- basically they had different celebrities singing lyrics to yeah. John Lennon's Imagine, and they piece it all together. That's kind of what this is. So it's kind of more of like a viral thing. So you act out your favorite scenes from The Princess Bride, yeah, and then they're gonna stitch it all together and then kind of make it like a. But it's not like oh, a, a legit serious thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but they're talking about actually remaking it for real. No, those people need to die in a fire. hundred percent agree with you. Missile yeah. attack, if possible. Uh, yeah. Can we get a drone strike in here? That would be fine. Uh, there, yeah, there's a lot of stuff being remade. I, I did hear that. So the Karate Kid series, I don't, I don't know. Is that what it was actually called? That was on YouTube, YouTube TV that nobody pays for. Right. Is actually getting moved to, I want to say Netflix. So you'll be able to watch it finally. Interesting. Yeah. yeah I, I might actually watch it then. Cause I, I actually heard it was not bad. Oh, it was great, but I'm not going to pay for you that's the thing everybody got rid of cable and they're like yeah screw the man so and, and you know and they're hundred dollar bills did this you is see yes but now you pay ten dollars for ten different apps you're right back where you started youtube tv so you could get like live tv through right. youtube it was 49.99 yeah they just jacked the rates to 65 bucks a month what so from 50 bucks to 65 a month um yeah i don't understand why i mean right now we subscribe in terms of streaming services we have Amazon Prime, because we're Prime right. members, so that's already kind of included in that. Netflix and Hulu. That's it. Yeah. And then Netflix deal is... Oh, I have Disney. I don't have Disney. So yeah. I, the Netflix, we have the the 4K streaming package. So I think it's like 15 bucks a month, something right, like that, 16 bucks right. a month. The Hulu was... I think we got the, the bundle deal. So it was like we prepaid for a year up front. It was like 15 bucks for the year. It was like super cheap. Yeah, that's cheap. Oh, I also have Motor Trend on Demand, because that was $12 for the whole year. dollar yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't have that. I probably should have gotten it. I don't know if it's still a dollar. If it is, I'll get it. The uh, when I like Apple, Apple Plus, or whatever yeah, they yeah. call that. Yeah, yeah. So, that which actually has some pretty decent shows on um, it came with like if you bought an Apple product uh, at the time, you got, yeah, you got it free. So, I had an Apple TV, I had an Apple TV 4K that I bought when I bought my TV. But I never hooked it up till like maybe like six, eight months later. Uh-huh. So when I hooked it up, it actually had that free trial oh, that's for cool. a year. We don't watch a single thing on on Apple TV Plus. Uh, it's the show. It's called For All Mankind. I think we yeah. talked about it before. It was awesome. There's another show that's got uh, one of the guys from Always Sunny, and he's basically like a video game developer. Yeah, that's I've heard that one's pretty good. Yeah, that one's pretty funny. I think the, the challenge that Apple has is they just don't have any of like the the big marquee shows. Yeah. Right. So if they said, "Oh, hey." Hamilton is going to be on Apple TV. It's on Disney. It's on right, right. Yeah. But I mean, if they had something like that marquee yeah, yeah, of a right, name, right, right. then you would drive traffic to that site. But well, and I think it, it's new. It's going to take them a while to get programming. Uh, like even I when, don't think it's going to succeed for Apple. Uh, honestly, maybe. I mean, and you know what? If it does, it does. Yeah. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, the stuff that's on there, like they they do have some bad shows. So they have a show with Jason Momoa called Dumb. That's what it should be called. I think it's called C, where, dude, the premise of the show, and we may have talked about this too, I think but we I'm, we're going to run this through one more time. 
because it's ridiculous. The premise of the show is that some disease happens, the entire the entirety of humanity goes blind, but somehow civilization keeps going. They're more like living in huts and like, you know, villages and stuff, right? But the they have pretty excellently crafted weapons. The houses don't leak. There's no like they're square. Like there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't make any sense. I made it about I'd say about 10 minutes into episode one, and I just, I, it was the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> and you regretted, regretted your choice of wasting 10 minutes in that? You're like, that's 10 minutes you'll never get back? It is 10 minutes I'll never get back. So, yeah, it was BS. I feel like Jason Momoa should send me 20 bucks. 20 bucks for 10 minutes? Yeah, it's fine. I don't want to overcharge the guy. So $120 an hour, huh? Which is pretty cheap. Uh, I guess, yeah. Yeah. It's not terrible. <laughs> Man, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. It's, it was, like, embarrassingly bad. Yeah, so I to, to the point where honestly, I couldn't tell. Like, I only watched it for 10 minutes to figure out if they were serious or right. You couldn't I was tell the tone, right, right? Right, yeah. I was like, ah, this can't be you can't be. No, you're not serious, right? And turns out, yeah, they're serious. So I turned it off. Yeah, we've been streaming some Grayson's got into Mythbusters, so we've been watching that. And there's oh, yeah. a Mythbusters Jr., which is more like his age, right? For, so I think the, the participants are usually like right around the 10, 12 year old mark. So Grayson's been watching those. We've been liking that. Um, but yeah, it's just, we've been kind of taking it easy on the, on the streaming stuff. Just, yeah. I just have stuff, usually because of work, I just have stuff on in the background. Um, so I, I don't really end up watching a lot of stuff so much as it's just on. It's, yeah. Um, weird, because for me, if music comes on, I'll actually really pay attention to music, but TV I can ignore you the TV stuff. Yeah. I don't know why. It just turns into white noise, but, uh, Oh man, uh, holy moly! Have you seen this? Yes, Dude. we've watched the first season like earlier, and the second season is now just starting. So we're a couple episodes into that. So I had never seen it. Uh, we watched it. I watched it the other day. I watched an episode of it, and damn, is that show funny? They're talking about the whole. <laughs> you've got to hit the ball around your anus, and the the two hosts, and one of them was just he couldn't even talk. He was laughing so hard. Rob Riggle. Uh, Rob Riggle was the one talking. Oh. The other guy was just laughing. He's like. Stop, yeah. stop. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's an amusing game show. And it's it's interesting to see some of these new game show topic or topics or ideas. Like, there was one where it was literally like a game of tag. Like, with, yeah, it's like crazy tag. Yeah, yeah, but with all these obstacles and stuff. And there's like multiple people and you're just like... I've seen it. I've never... I mean, I've seen... And I don't know if this is reality TV in the era of COVID. Like, this is what they're doing. Or if this is all shit they've shot... Months ago, years oh, ago. I'm sure a bunch of the stuff was already ready to go. Because but. I am enjoying Floor is Lava. So my, I haven't my, watched it. It's Rutledge, right? Yeah, my buddy yeah. Rutledge is, is doing is yeah. the host for the show. And the idea is they have different rooms. And they're kind of set up like a, a house, you know, interior of a house. Like there's right. a kitchen or a bedroom or whatever. And you have to jump from object to object in order to make it across the room. And yeah, of course, exactly like you did as a kid. The Floor is Lava. Yeah. But the, the funniest thing I like about the show is the fact that if you fall into the lava, and I'm doing air quotes because it's basically just water with red food coloring. Oh, okay. When you see the people fall in, they never come back up. So when they get into the water, yeah. they the editing makes it look like they're like, dead. Oh, they, that's they, pretty they, funny. Yeah. yeah. So what is the... It's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. And it's, it's teams of three. And when you make it to the other side, and if you do it in the fastest, it's basically three teams of three that compete per episode. Uh-huh. If you're the fastest team of three um, with the most number of points or whatever, and you get one point for each person that makes it to the other side. Got it. So you get a maximum of three points. 
Um, but if there's a tie and, you know, two teams have all three people make it across, whichever did it fastest wins and you win 10 grand. So it's I'm not 10 like grand, 10 grand. It split three ways. But, ah, but I wonder what, what happens if it's a team of three, one guy falls into the water, two dudes make it across. Is it just five grand a piece? Because that guy failed. No, you're a team, man. You'd live and die by your team, I would guess. I don't know. I haven't I, seen yeah, I, I don't know either. But anyway, so it, it's 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 kind of like that holy moly show. It, it's it's something you can have on in the background. You don't have to pay close attention to it. You right. Just, you watch for the the fails, the the falling in, the slipping. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's, well, I think holy moly is interesting too because it's Steph Curry, who apparently uh, could have been a professional golfer. Yeah, he's an executive producer on the show. Yeah. So he makes appearances in the episodes. Yeah, from yeah, time yeah, to time. Yeah. Uh, I like. <laughs> they had one with, uh, oh shit, uh, oh man, somebody, John Lovitz, and he oh, was uh, he was dressed up like a pirate, and he had an eye patch, and whoever like won that hole, he would hit their ball across with one eye, and then the person that lost, he would hit their ball across his gap with two eye patches on, and it was pretty damn funny. That's awesome. Yeah, it was the, the John Lovitz golf pirate. It was pretty hilarious. I have to check that out. Yeah, it's it's a good show. Uh, I I did like that. I do. I I, I don't know. A lot it of does, those kind of silly shows. It are, does seem like summer nice. is kind of the time for that type of stuff. Yeah. Like even as a kid growing up, like watching network TV, summertime is when you would see like American Gladiators and some of these yeah. kind of crazier. If they brought American Gladiator back, I think that'd be fun to watch. I'd also uh, Double Dare would be a good one. Double Dare, I think, is way more overdue than American Gladiators because they've tried bringing that back in certain ways. The other one I liked as a kid was um, Pros versus Joes. Huh? They would take like a professional athlete yeah. and then somebody that, you know, fancies themselves as an athlete and they would say, okay, you're going up against um, a, a professional NFL quarterback and you have to throw the ball and hit the target. I don't remember that at all. It was, I don't know if it was ESPN, but it was a reality show where basically it was just amateurs against yeah. professional athletes. Pretty cool. And that one was kind of interesting too. Yeah. But but the American Gladiators, it just seemed like it was steroids versus non-steroids. Well, I just I liked the tennis ball cannon. That thing was cool. I think I, I everybody wanted a tennis ball cannon. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be awesome. I just want to be the guy that shoots the thing. I don't care about the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. Just give me the the tennis ball cannon and unlimited tennis balls, and it's on. Yeah, exactly. That'd be really fun. Yeah, summer TV was a lot of that stuff. I mean, like technically, shouldn't we? We would be watching the Olympics now, wouldn't we? Or would the Olympics already been over? Uh, the summer games. They probably would be now. Yeah, I would think so. They would be now. So, yeah, yeah I think that's part of the, the reason why we're seeing all this stuff is because if COVID had not happened, the 2020 Olympic Games in Tokyo would be going on sometime this summer. <laughs> I yeah. don't know when it would have started, but but now you're starting to see just kind of other sports shows, and you're starting to see some sports coming back. So, like, Major League Baseball's coming back. Cornhole's back. Cornhole's back. I literally watched a cornhole tournament yesterday. NBA is... is practicing and they're yep. getting ready to come back baseball nhl <clears throat> uh i think they're all supposed to start up like end of this month right like yeah. end of july i think is when they're actually going to start up again baseball starts on the 23rd yeah yeah which is going to be it's going to be crazy because it's it's out it'll actually be really interesting they carry a pretty big roster at first right and the roster gets pared down and it's basically every game counts it's only 60 games or something right so it's going to be it's going to be pretty hardcore full designated hitter which for all of those that you think of you that think the designated hitter is not real baseball, the fact that they've adopted the designated hitter universally tells you you're wrong. Right. But I think it's just a, that I think that's just a throwaway rule for this shortened season. I'm, take, I'm sure I'm, I'm taking it the way I need to take it. All right. There you go. Yeah. You D can take it how you want it. DH is the right way to go. 
Uh, it'll be cool. I enjoy though. seeing the pitcher trying to swing. No, though. I can't. I can't. It's so Shohei Otani of the Angels, dude. He can nail it. Okay, there's one pitcher in all of Major League Baseball that can hit for crap. And but what's funny about it, actually, that you bring that up, is he's now been rendered ineffective because of the DH rule. Yeah, that's funny. I know. He just has to pitch. Yeah, that's all he's got to do. But it'll be cool. It'll be fun to see. And then, you know, uh, NHL. Although he could be the DH. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on his off days. And hockey is coming around, right? Yeah, and that's basically jumping. It's like jumping straight to playoffs. So they're they're doing two cities. Uh, Both those cities will host games. Vancouver and... And I can't remember who else they picked. Edmonton or something like that. Oh, both up in Canada. I think they're both Canadian cities, yeah. I think so. Maybe because the COVID number is much better up north of the border. Yeah, and I think that a lot of those guys live up there anyway, so... Could be. Yeah. yeah. But it'll be cool. So it'll just kind of be <clears throat> in their full series. It's going to be pretty gnarly. It's going to be a big, fast run. To It'll be fun to watch. It'll just be, I'm just going to be glad there's something to watch. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm I, not a huge sports fan, but it, it is nice having the option of something to watch. Right. You know, a game on it. All right, cool. Because it's just, it's reality. It's not scripted. You don't know what the outcome will be. And you're, so you're kind of interested in seeing who wins and how it goes. And I like going and that's the, you know, once that comes back, I'll be really excited, but that's going to be a while yet. That's going to be forever. So I mean, like we mentioned earlier, like I renewed my son's passport. Yeah. We're not going to need it anytime soon, but I I wanted to have it now. Even if right now the COVID thing gets better, uh, nobody wants us. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're not allowed to travel to Europe. Yeah. Can't go to Canada. No Mexico. Mexico, yeah, they they closed the border between Arizona and Mexico for the Fourth of July weekend because yeah. Mexico didn't want a whole influx of American tourists coming in. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it, I I got the passport knowing because when you fill out the renewal, they say, you know, do you have travel plans? And I'm right, like, right. No, nothing's right. planned. We just, we just want the document ready so that way in a year or whenever we can actually travel, we're ready to go. But realistically, we have. No idea how soon that'll be. Yeah, luckily. So I had been under the impression that uh, you had to renew your passport before it expired. You can renew within a year of it expiring. Within five years. Oh, is it? Yeah, and there's no penalty. So I I went to do it because mine expired last month. And and as you know, I like using my passport. So I went to do it and they basically said uh, because of COVID, our workforce, we don't have uh, staffing for all of this stuff. We don't want you to To renew renew, uh, because of the staffing issues, right? So they've changed that. This was last month. This month they've said that they're into kind of phase one of their reopening. So I've got to look at it again. But basically when when I went to the post office, you said usually passports are processed in six weeks. It's now eight weeks. I'm like, Whatever. okay, yeah, that's who fine. cares? Yeah, I just want to have one because even if like I, I like I'll go to Mexico or I'll run up to Canada. Like, I, yeah, it's it's not necessarily anything exotic, right? Right, but I like to have the option. Yeah, and exactly. Typically, I fly with my passport, not my driver's license. Do you have the real ID? No. Yeah, I, I got yeah. that I, when I renewed my license uh, last year. I got the real ID. I should probably eventually. It's change to it, a California ID. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's more of just a pain in the ass than anything else because you have to bring, like, utility bills, mortgage statements, something that proves that you're actually at that ad- address, and you have to bring other things that prove you are who you say you are. Yeah, like? Your ID. Yeah, that's... <laughs> but you can bring your passport. You can bring, Basically, they're just trying to... You have to bring additional proof that you are who you say you are in order to be real ID compliant, which is kind of silly. But anyways... So I, I jumped through those hoops last year, so I got that taken care of. But in terms of travel, like it was, 
you know, this year compared to last year, this same time last year, we had done Tokyo for yeah. spring break. We had done, uh, Grayson would be up in Oregon. Jeanette and I would have done Palm Springs. At the end of summer, we would have done Maui. And then last December, of course, we did the whole uh, Germany, Czech Republic, Austria. Right. My, my 40th birthday bash travel thing. This year <laughs> hasn't been nearly as as uh, fruitful in terms of travel. We, we did, I did uh, Japan at the beginning of the year, at the end of January. Right. And then when I was in Japan, uh, Grayson and Jeanette went to Florida. And that's been the only travel until later this month. We're actually doing a, uh, a semi-staycation vacation in Palm Springs. So we're driving all of an hour and a half. How So did, did you do like Airbnb or something like yeah. that? So how does that work? How are they cleaning the place? Does it make you nervous at all? They The way they've set it up, and it's it's it all depends on the... I guess property owner, whoever owns the property, they yeah, yeah, kind of right, set right, up their own right. policies. The one that we're renting, they had it set up. So basically there's a mandatory 48 hour gap between the last person checking out and then you checking in. Okay. And the reason for that is, is they want to leave it 24 hours. Housekeeping comes in, leave it 24 hours and then you can come in. Uh-huh. So we're checking in on a Monday. Um, and then we're there from Monday through Saturday. The rad thing is, I guess technically you don't really need to take vacation time. Technically, we don't. Yeah, because I mean, you're just working anyways. Yeah, yeah. And realistically, it's not as much of a vacation as it's doing the exact same thing we're doing now. But it's getting out. But a different in a in the change of scenery. Right. In a house with a pool. Oh, that'd be cool. So we we've got a pool. It's got a bocce ball court back and some other stuff. And it's it's a full mid century uh, interior. Yeah. So it's got all well, the it cool. Well, it's Palm Springs. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got a different look and feel. Yeah, it's cool. So. It's sort of a vacation, but realistically, we're just going to be staying inside somebody else's house the entire time. I, yeah. I mean, for me, I guess it's going to be camping. I've been, I keep saying I'm going to just get in the truck and go somewhere and work yeah. somewhere else for a while. And I, I haven't done it yet. I need to, but was going to go. Unfortunately, I have some business I have to be in, uh, in Southern California for uh, in the next few weeks. But after that, I'll probably be able to do something. The, there was a big camping trip that some friends were, uh, kind of organizing. And unfortunately I, what I have to be here for lands like right in the middle. So I can't go, but your office is in Northern California, right? Yeah. But yeah. you have to do something in SoCal. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a, a store we're finishing up to get ready to open. So, or a studio, I think we're calling it. Studio. Well, it's a service center. What, are the, what are the employees going to be called? Associates? Team members? Associates, actually. Yeah, <laughs> they are. It's always funny. Like in the, the on, the, on the front end, like the sales side, yeah. They're, they're being very, you know, it's fine, whatever. It's yeah. very premium. High-end. Corporate partner. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it'll be it'll be cool. So we're, we're we're just doing some of the finalization stuff because, you know, throughout this whole thing, construction didn't really stop. Um, that's one of the industries that just kept going through through yeah. COVID. So we've got some opening, you know, some final touches. We need to go down and check out some stuff. And Where was the camping trip going to have been if you were going to join? Uh, far away. Like out of state kind of thing? Or no, like- no, no, no. California. Okay. I don't know. Dave knows. Like Dave's got a bunch of areas and he was kind of putting the trip yeah, together. Yeah, he, he's a big fan of like camping in the middle of nowhere. Like same thing Central I like to California, do. Yeah, like California, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's the camping that I really enjoy, but it's just unfortunately that the it timing. turns out. Yeah. And I mean, I suppose I could meet them, but I'll yeah, just yeah. have to figure out a different trip. Yeah. So this is basically Palm Springs. This this semi-staycation will be our 
summer vacation for the year. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about maybe I'll just go so far as to like drive up to Portland to work there for a week, drive to like Wyoming and work there for a week, come home or come to like somewhere Denver work for a week or Salt Lake. Like like a loop. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It's not as simple, I guess, as. It, maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'm just being a, a the jack, the big but, thing that I'm excited about with this um, the semi staycation as I keep calling it. Yeah, is the pool. But yeah. uh, Jeanette and I have always talked about getting pool noodles and beating the shit out of each other with them. Oh yeah, that's gonna be fun. And so we went and bought the cheapest pool noodles. Pool noodles. Poo noodles. Poo noodles. Yeah. Do not get poo noodles. No, no. no. But we got the pool noodles, and so we were beating on each other with them in the store, just testing out our mm. attack strategy. So. You can jab with the end of the noodle or just whack. So we are looking forward to some possibly alcohol-fueled fused, fueled yeah, yeah. duels. Uh, those also make good water cannons. Yes, yeah, you put water and blow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, you can get some velocity. Yeah. yeah, in the age of COVID, though, that's probably... If well, it's just in the family. Yeah, 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 who cares? I like to shoot my niece and nephew with them. I, I did show my little my little nephew who's like... Three, four, man, I can't keep track of these kids anymore. Uh, but I showed him how to do it. Uh, yeah, I was doing it, and he's like, "I want to do it." And like, so he he's so funny, like, because he he doesn't have enough lung capacity, right, 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 to get much out. But it uh, kind of like boop out the end of it, and he's so excited. He's like, starts giggling. He's, oh, a, he's a funny little dude. Um, yeah, so it's uh, I do like pulling those. We used to beat the crap out of each other when we were kids. And that's the thing is like it's it's this harmless way of venting whatever rage you may have, right? And just this hilarious way of just bopping each other. Because even in the store, we started off just kind of slowly just whacking, and then it just kind of got out of hand, <laughs> and then we had to stop because we were in the store. Yeah, yeah. You got to get Grayson like a striped shorts, a striped bathing suit, so he can you be the ref. referee. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna slide up three-quarter inch pvc pipe down the center of my <laughs> it's, it's too bad you don't have like uh another couple or another kid or something you do chicken fights yeah did you do those when you were a kid in the pool yeah not so much but a couple times yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it, those got out of hand yeah those would always turn into a bad deal yeah, yeah. Would... i was always on the bottom i was always the one holding somebody on my shoulders i was never the kid on somebody else's shoulders we're always like bigger or yeah, yeah i yeah. don't mean bigger like you know what I mean? Like well, taller. I, I think between like, my brother and I, I'm the oldest one. So right, I was right. bigger than he was. So right. he was lighter and easier to put up on shoulders than yeah. I was. So, yeah. but yeah, so th- that'll be the, the Palm Springs staycation adventure. So that'll be, that'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be a nice change of pace. Yeah. Just if only for a week. Hey, you know what? It's better than nothing, right? I mean, it's nice just to get the heck out and I, yeah. I'm, I would like a change of scenery. I like my apartment. It's fine. I just, you know, yeah, I mean, that is the one thing that I think for us has been kind of impressive is the fact that for as much time as, as my family and I have been spending in the same space for as many hours a day as we have, that yeah. we're not on anybody's last nerve. Like, we're not, yeah. you know, there's no animosity. There's no, like, oh, I can't wait to get away. It's just, right. like, we're fine with it. It's yeah. just... It'll be nice to have a change. No, yeah. yeah, I mean, regardless, that's a nice thing to do. Like, it, like I said, I, I like it here, but it gets, you know, it gets old and you're kind of... You want you just want to change the scenery. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll find a, a small camp trip or, or something easy to do and just go do that. Yeah. So that that'll be the I guess the the sad highlight of our summer. <laughs> that is the summer vacation. That you is could it. still do like some kind of road trip. You could have done an R V trip. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, we could have. But I think the other thing is, is like a lot of people are thinking the same thing, so RVs are kinda of hard to come by. Are they really? 
Yeah, like our neighbors did an RV trip from Southern California all the way to Georgia. And I can't oh, wow. imagine how many miles that costs. So. Yeah. Because usually most rentals give you 100 miles a day, uh-huh. and then it's 10 cents a mile or whatever they're after. That's a lot. But so they did that, and they went all the way out there. We were thinking about doing a, uh, a barbecue road trip. That'd like Texas, Oklahoma, yeah, like yeah. in the South, and just hitting up a bunch of barbecue joints. Um, but again, the, the whole idea of, you know, this the issue with COVID and, and the numbers that are spreading in certain towns and certain cities and certain states, it's like... Well, stuff's just not, a lot of stuff's not even open the way you would want it to be, right? Right. But at least with an RV, you're... More or less self-contained. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. So you can, <clears throat> I don't know. And that's kind of, I guess, what our justification was with this Airbnb rental is the fact that it's like a, we're in this place and we're not really going anywhere except to the grocery store and yeah. maybe to a restaurant to grab a to-go order. Right. But otherwise, we're doing the exact same thing that we would have been doing at home. We're just doing it 80 miles from home or whatever the distance is. So it's right. it's not too far away where we're kind of like out of our element by any means. Right, right, right. So it's... It should be pretty straightforward. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Palm, Palm Springs is all right. Yeah. Or do you ever go up the thing to the top of the doodad? Yeah, I, What's that called? The uh, some. It's like a giant gondola. A gondola. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. You ever go up that? I did as a kid. I haven't done it as an adult. I remember going up. And I don't know like, if it's even open right now because of know. this. But you might have to go up in the gondola by yourself or one family per gondola or something Maybe. like that. I, I remember going up and it was like 100 degrees it's the, in Palm it? Springs. It, there was snow yeah. up at the top. The yeah, Palm Springs cool. Aerial Tramway. Sure. That's what I think what it's called. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Aerial Tramway sounds so fancy. Yeah, it sounds like the future. Yeah. <laughs> like a monorail. But it is literally just a giant gondola. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I remember doing that same thing. It was like, you know, 115 degrees at the... Starting point, you get up in the gondola, and by the time you get to the top, you wish you'd brought a sweater with you. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool, though. It's, it's good views. Yeah. I remember you have to drive. You do drive up the mountain a little bit, though. To get to the starting that. point. Yeah, 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 yeah. To get to the starting point, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that would be interesting, something to do. Yeah. I mean, I mean I there's know, not so. really much we have that we really want to do just because it's going to be hot as balls out there. So right. it's it's more or less just hanging out by the pool. They have a, a shaded patio, mm-hmm. so we can hang out outside in the heat, but not in the sun. Right, right. Otherwise, it's hanging out inside. That'd be cool. It'll just be nice. Again, it's just doing all the exact same stuff. Like, I don't have to take time off because I could still have access to Wi-Fi and email. Right. So it's, I mean, maybe I take a couple days off just to not have to deal with any of that. But I don't have to. Right. So right. it's just, it's kind of up in the air whether I do or don't. Go golfing? No, I'm not much of a golfer. No, and either. the other thing is, is like, who the hell would I go golfing with? I'd just be by myself. So then you pair it up with that. You go to like the putting green with your son. Yeah, I've done the driving range with them. Yeah, there you go. We've done that, but top I, golf. I don't know if they have one out there. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, so we'll we'll figure it out. I mean, but basically, it's just going to be another low key adventure. It's just a, again a, a change of scenery. Yeah, no, it'll be nice. I uh, like I said, I got to figure something out because it's um, yeah. Sometimes I go down to the garage just so that it's you know <laughs> a different place. <laughs> you want to house it for us? You can come over. No, it's it's. I'm fine. I'm just kind of, I don't know. I think there's just, you know, with, it's been so long now Yeah. that you're kind of, it just feels like a routine. And plus, I mean, remember, I was working from home before this. Before this, happened. right. So it's been a long time for me, and it's just kind of, I, I just have to force myself to go do something. And that's really what yeah, it comes yeah. down to, right, is that I'm being stupid about it. So I just go do something, it'll be fine. Yeah, it's just whatever that something is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's something, something, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Go to a water park. I am not going to go. That's first in the best of times. Gross. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't want to go to a COVID water park. Oh, no. No, that'd be so disgusting. Like disturbingly disgusting. We yesterday, like in the neighborhood, they had a bounce house that was also a water slide. And the thing was fascinating because I rented that exact same bounce house structure before without realizing that it was water slide capable because it has like a bouncy area that's all screened off, netted off. And then and in the back slide next to it, there's a, right. yeah, there's a ladder up inside and then a slide down. Right. The water slide attachment is a pool that Velcro's on at the base of the slide. Mm. And there's like a hose attachment that you, that you screw on and it just sprays water down the slide. We had the same one at the uh, the Fourth of July party that my brother in law shot rockets at people. Right. Yeah. But I was just blown away by the bounce house technology that exists out there. I didn't realize how <laughs> modular these structures are. Bounce house tech. That's... Like seriously, like when when they had to move the the bounce house because it was too far in the street and uh, neighbors complained, so they moved it into the driveway. But it's pretty big, and we yeah. already they'd already filled the pool, so we unvelcroed the pool, and there's a whole. Um, air valve passageway that we unvelcroed, but the entire thing is just velcroed together. Right. But the way it was done, it was kind of smart. Like I didn't realize that it was like a multifunction yeah. bounce house. I wonder how they're like how that the bounce house business has been. I can't imagine it being as thriving as it was maybe last year. Right, because you think all the birthday parties that aren't happening because right. you have the kid and you're just having people drive by and honk. Right. But on the on the flip side, you have kids that are stuck at home, can't do shit. So just rent the bounce house, bounce house, send them in the backyard. Uh, it's Let, hard too with kids, right? Because kids are probably still going to go play with their friends in the neighborhood. Yeah. So I mean, the first I want to say two months of the stay at home orders, Grayson did not go out and play at all. Right. Really. And no, we, we were. We, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were really about you know trying to keep social distancing and stuff. But the problem was is. He's an only child, so yeah. not having that social interaction, like you could tell he was actually getting kind of bummed out and depressed because right. he wasn't socializing. So then it was like, all right. So he started playing with one of the neighbors whose parents were kind of doing the same thing. They were staying at home and stuff. Yeah. So then he was able to kind of socialize um, a little bit more. But it is kind of hard because you, you want to keep them safe, but at the same time, keeping them safe may cause other problems so right you, so it's well especially with kids i mean that's to, to get to go ride your bike around the neighborhood or like hang out with your buddies and like always you know from one front yard to the to the next one or hockey or whatever you're doing out and there. so basically like it's important what we've let him do is like okay you can play with the kids but you're not riding their scooter or bike they're not riding yours yeah don't and go inside don't go inside right. their houses you right. can hang out outside um and so that's kind of where he's at yeah, and I'm sure because we're not watching him every moment of every day, there's probably some stuff he's not doing. But I, I always tell him like, as soon as you get back into the house, wash your hands, right. clean up, um, and we'll see how it all goes. Yeah. But I, I think you know having his mental health and having some socialization is is kind of important. So it, yeah. it's <laughs> it's it's hard, and you know I, I can't imagine what it would be like to not have some sort of social scene, you know, and being right. stuck at home all the time. I can't imagine. Yeah. Being, <clears throat> being a kid right now would be crazy. Yeah. It'd I mean, it's so weird. And the other thing is, is like the other alternative for him would be, okay, gaming, but you don't want a kid like on a video game all day long. Right. 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 And so I, I'd much rather have him outside running around, 
getting sweaty, playing and burning off some energy rather than just sitting and playing Xbox or sitting and playing on his iPad or anything like that. So mm. we've set up curfews like on all his technology devices. So he has like a limited amount of time each device. Or does that do, app. like, do you have to watch that or does it, can you do that on the thing? So it, uh, so Xbox <clears throat> under parental controls, you can set up how much time he gets to play per day. Got it. Um, and then if he hits that time cap, he can ask for more time and then you get an email uh-huh. and says, you know, your son wants more time. How much yeah, time do you want to give him yeah. an hour or whatever? So you can do it that way. And then within the Apple devices, you can set up screen time. And with oh, that, yeah, right. you can actually limit all. So like he's got a curfew. So basically between 10 PM and 6 AM, he can't do anything with the iPad. Right. But then you can set up other things. So it's okay. This app, he has unlimited use of this app. He can only use for two hours. This got one for it. only an hour. So that's you, pretty cool. It helps. But yeah, the one thing that the Amazon Fire tablet had, which was kind of cool, is you could set it up so the kid had to do something in order to unlock something else. So you could set it up so he had to read for a half hour oh, on the tablet right. in order to open up the, the internet browser yeah. or a gaming app. That's pretty cool. The iPad doesn't do that. Right. Which would have been cool to have, but all things considered, I mean, it is kind of nice being able to moderate some of his digital consumption. Yeah. I've noticed my, I mean, I don't know, at least the few times that I've been over there, my niece and nephew are outside quite a bit more than uh, on the yeah, you, you, apps and stuff lately. So. Yeah, I, I would much rather have him be outside playing. And like yeah. yesterday, he was outside for most of the day just running around playing. So he was having fun. Yeah. There is a super weird little kid in the neighborhood, though, that uh, in my sister's neighborhood that I don't know how to describe this kid. Dude, she's just weird. And uh, she's that one kid that will just like, nobody's around but she just like pops up where's Avery and Owen where did you come from right like stealthily sneaks up so, I don't know. yeah the kids in my neighborhood <clears throat> don't stealthily do anything and I need to teach them how to knock on a door because they, oh, do they all... walk in no no they knock oh, on a door but they're banging on it like their SWAT team <laughs> maybe they are yeah but I mean instead of like the, the polite like tap 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 it's yeah, like yeah. bam bam yeah. bam I'm like holy shit what the hell's going on and you open the door expecting an adult and it's a little diminutive, like, seven-year-old. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> they have, my sister has this, like, I guess, the, what are they, those farmhouse doors where the top opens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it's called, farmhouse? Uh, split? I think a Dutch door or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah, It's split. So they'll leave the, you know, the top open, and you you can, you hear something. Yeah, you're, but you can't see anything. that? And you look over, and there's this, like, on our tippy toes, is everyone in here? Yeah. No. Go away. Yeah, we've got a couple of kids that'll come out of the house asking for Grayson if he's home to play. And either he's home or he's out. Right. And so when he's home, fine, you know, you can walk down and he'll go play with them. But when he's out, then they're like, oh, where is he? I'm like, I don't know. Not only, where, I don't know, but how's that your business? Yeah. Kids I'm are like, weird, just man. Go outside and go find him. I mean, he's not like he's hiding somewhere. He's just out and about. I do not remember being nosy about that kind of stuff as a kid. But I don't, I don't remember it. Maybe I was. I don't know. I, I had a younger sibling, so I would always get the questions. Like, I'd go upstairs. My brother would go, where are you going? I'm going upstairs. Yeah. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of used to that that inquisitive nature. So, I, I get it when kids are like, oh, where is he at? I'm like, I don't know. What's he doing? Yeah. I don't know. He's yeah. He's got a scooter. He's outside. Go outside and look for him. So. Yeah. I basically, mean, just get basically. out of my face, close the door. It's <laughs> basically how it works. Yep. All right, so let's talk about something interesting that happened, and it's interesting to us, I suppose, but maybe not to everybody else. All right. On one day, they announced the new Ford F-150. Yes. A Dodge Ram. Yeah, the Ram TRX. Yep. And 
what was the other one? There were three on the There same was day. the Lordstown Endurance. That's right. The Lordstown. So those three in one day. Yes. The F-150 looks the same. So good job making it look the same. Yes, but it's new. 100% new. But it's But the familiar. same. Yeah. The technology package in it, they've got some cool stuff. Yeah. They have a... A desk basically that fold the armrest or the the center console folds over and becomes a desk. Yeah. But in order to do so, you have to fold the shifter out of the way, which they could have just moved the shifter to the column or buttons or whatever. They that, some, that's weird. Yeah. Apparently, they had done some research that said that truck owners like a beefy shifter, and so they put it on the center console, and it's kind of like this massive shifter. But then you touch this little spot on the side, and the shifter retracts and folds flat into right. the top. Of the console. Right. So that way when you flip the armrest forward into a table, it sits flush all the way across. Yeah. And look, as somebody that's worked out of a truck and like it's nice to have that big flat space, that's cool. Yeah. Um, or even, you know, to eat lunch or whatever. I mean, I do like the idea. I think the shifter is really stupid. Uh, a lot of the... What else? Like, oh, man, that thing's got a lot of really cool tech to it. The one thing I thought was interesting was the fact that I think it's both front seats fold flat. Yes. So you fold the seat down, and then as you fold the seat down flat, the the butt cushion basically lifts up and fills the gap, so it sits flush. So yeah, that's pretty sleep cool. In the truck. Yeah, I mean, I it's not. You know, I don't want to have to sleep in a truck, but it is cool that they're well, doing that. Well, when you're paying eighty thousand dollars for an F one fifty, you might need to sleep in a truck. They're not quite that bad. They, no, they, they they're, they're se- up in that price se- range. Seventy, I think, is the top. Yeah, and then they're introducing a hybrid. Uh, version. No, no, no. Full. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you're right. So they did talk about a hybrid uh, hybrid lineup, which is got like the I guess the battery pack has a bunch of outlets in the bed, so you can plug in a bunch of tools and stuff and yeah the the tail so the tailgate's got this thing where it's got a you know tape measure built in and you can clean that was super gimmicky that was stupid yeah but i do like all the power options in the bed that's really cool you can run your tools i mean it, it, it is pretty neat some of the stuff they've done and then uh, electric all electric yeah i didn't see any i don't remember seeing much i know they've talked about it but i don't know when that timeline is I think two years is so it? they've got yeah they they have announced that the timeline for the all electric f-150 will be in two years which i think is going to be pretty cool to see yeah. all these electric trucks will be interesting because they've already shown like some i don't know what teaser footage of an electric f-150 pulling a whole row of right train cars oh the non-hybrids by the way they've got an integrated um uh, generator so there's a built-in generator in the truck so oh, you can really? still run yeah which i thought was pretty slick um oh, what was the other thing um it, it just seems the, like the center console oh they're doing over the air updates or yeah, doing like a lot of that. that yeah a lot of that stuff but i, I think it's cool man yeah it, it's interesting because it's it's all new but then you look at it you're like this just seems like a heavy heavy refresh because it does seem like everything has been updated but it doesn't look like they started with a clean sheet well, that's exactly what I mean. Like, good job spending a lot of time making it look exactly the same. same. But yeah. every piece of sheet metal is new. Di- right. Or sheet aluminum, I should say. It's still metal. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, so they, they got the F-150 came out. And that same day, they had the Lordstown Endurance. And Lordstown's another one of those EV startups that may or may not actually ever make a thing. But Lordstown comes from the fact that this startup has taken over... A General Motors factory in Lordstown, Pennsylvania, I think it was. Yep. And so they had a different brand name. And then when they took over the factory, they rebranded the car company or the vehicle company as Lordstown. And the Endurance kind of looks like 
a B-movie special effect, what concept vehicle truck would look like in the future. It looks like a pretty conventional GM with a bunch of cladding on it. Yeah, it's a weird look. I don't think that, uh, and for my my own knowledge, I mean, I haven't seen the actual truck. It looks like everything they've shown still are renderings. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, I mean, it is cool. They're they're trying to do uh, in hub motors, so one at each one at each end. They're, they are trying to do some interesting yeah. stuff. So it's, I mean, it's real four wheel drive. But the thing is, like, it's got this slit down the side, and yeah. like kind of there's these two weird slit. Like, is it a slit? Is it just black? It's Why like a is it black? That like zigzags across. Yeah, the side. it's it's bizarre looking. Um, the the. Sort of the angles are a little strange. Like it's just a, it's not the coolest looking thing in the world. No, it looks like a truck for the RoboCop reboot. Basically, oh totally, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. It's, I mean, if they make it cool, I don't know who they're. I don't know anything about their financing or any of that. Um, so I'm not really sure what you know what's going to happen. But uh, and then the Ram. So the Ram is basically it's a it's the Ram version of a Hellcat. So it's a Raptor. It's a Hellcat powered. Ram pickup truck with a off-road suspension. So it's the Ram version of the Raptor. That's rad. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of like overdue because you have Ford, you know, doing a considerable amount of business with, with the Raptor. So the, the TRX is kind of that Raptor-ish vibe from Ram. And that, that hopefully, when's that coming out? Do you know? I have no idea. I don't. I'm sure it'll be soon. What's interesting is is how much of the automotive landscape is dominated by trucks these days. Even what? even with COVID, trucks are still truck sales are still strong. Mm-hmm. Um, even as passenger cars and, and crossovers and stuff kind of flounder. Um, and then just I mean, these trucks are just massive profit centers for these these automakers. Well, they're huge. And then and then shortly after, uh, pre-orders officially open for the Nikola Badger. So right. Nikola is another battery. Well, actually, they're a hydrogen fuel cell, fuel cell battery electric. electric vehicle and pure pure BEV. They're building two versions. They uh, started taking pre-orders for their pickup, their consumer pickup, which is called the Badger. Uh, I they like are, the name. Yeah, I mean, sure. But yeah. they're, they're also one of those companies that is uh, going to be building semi-trucks. So that, right. that was kind of their deal. And then they came with a consumer pickup. What I think is interesting about them is that they say they're not Tesla, but they're called Nikola. I mean, it's just there's some interesting stuff. And the CEO is batshit crazy too on Twitter. Dude, yeah, he is. And uh, <laughs> they did a, a video like announcing the pre-order and talking about it, and it felt like a really weird infomercial. It was a little yeah, broy yeah. for me, but I, the truck. Look, it's a it's a fine looking truck. Will it ever come out? I don't know. However, with Nikola, interesting thing is that they essentially merged with a VC firm and went public that way. So they're right. already public, but they're a pre-revenue company that's gone public. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. It, what's interesting to see is just the fact that now you're seeing this huge explosion of electric trucks. Yeah. You know, I think the state of California passed some legislation uh, for an electric truck corridor. So trying what does that to mean? oh for semis yes uh-huh. so they're trying to get it so because we have the ports in California that that right. you know feed to warehouses and all that other stuff they're trying to reduce the emissions of those transport trucks Makes so sense. the idea electrify it but then you, you, along the highways that they use set up all these charging stations so the trucks can transport charge and and do their thing and that's on the the semi truck scale right and then you have all of these. You've got Rivian with their R1T. You've got the eventually the the all electric F150. You've got the Lordstown Endurance 
Yeah, the Badger. Vaporware. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Uh, Nikola Badger. You've got um, the Cybertruck from Tesla. So you, you've right. got a lot of battery or electric truck stuff coming. So it'll be interesting to see what shakes out, what sticks around, and what falls what falls by the wayside. What's, I, in, what's interesting, too, actually, with the Badger, so speaking of infrastructure, the Badger, Nikola's answered, and they've said that, yes, the infrastructure is, is a, an issue, especially with the hydrogen, hydrogen part of it. Yeah. They're planning on building out their own infrastructure, much like Tesla did, but that's got to be insane amounts of money. I mean, that's where a ton of your investment's going to oh, go. Sure, they don't sure. have, I don't think they have a factory yet. I know they're in Arizona. Because even, like, with the, the hydrogen stations here in Southern California, I want to say literally there's just like one or two in SoCal. Like it's like LA area. Yeah. California has arguably probably the best hydrogen uh, infrastructure, and it's, but it's terrible. Still. Yeah. There's like yeah. maybe 15 stations. Yeah. Like statewide. Well, there's a, there's a couple around here because they did, Honda had the, uh, the what clarity. was that thing called? Yeah. The clarity. Is that what it was? The clarity? Yeah, the clarity FCX. Yep. And then the Toyota had the Mirai. Right. And so those have been, you know, kind of pushed a little bit of that. And then there's, there was that old... What was that thing? Was it a Toyota or a Honda? Well, you could only lease it. It was a little SUV, and yeah, it was yeah. a hydrogen deal, and that was around for a few years. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always been an interesting thing because I know Toyota has been pushing hydrogen. I mean, that's they've been the one kind of pushing along further, and I, right. I think it might be because it makes more sense in Japan than it does in the U.S. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, the, the infrastructure, I think, is the biggest challenge. Even with this whole electric future, I mean, our electrical system, the the power grid in Southern California can barely survive everybody running their air conditioning in the summer. Right. How are you going to do that when people are charging their vehicles and running their air conditioning? And so it's, yeah. it'll be interesting to see if, if brownouts become more of a thing or because these cars are on the network, but their battery, could they then stabilize the network? So if, the brownout happens, the batteries can then feed back into the grid. So that is a technology that's being worked on, and it is something that I know manufacturers are trying to do. Because yeah. uh, Tesla's kind of doing it with their power wall. So if you have a solar right. setup, you can do the Tesla, and it's basically an older battery pack out of like a Model S or something like that right. that's repackaged into something that can mount to the side of your house yeah. or in your garage, and it's a battery backup. So it helps stabilize the electrical grid. So it'd be interesting to see if cars become that stabilization factor but yeah I, th I think it's something that like i said i think people are working on on something very similar to that the other interesting thing is that most modern houses like most houses now you can't charge two electric vehicles at the same time oh no yeah the power going in your house just won't handle it so to add more power gets caught i mean it's costly it's really expensive so yeah. you know how do you if you're a, a two fan like my mom and my stepdad both have tesla so they just swap Every other day or whatever, right? The oh, charging. Who, who yeah, parks yeah. on which side Yeah, exactly. Rise. Yeah. So, you know, do you do that? Do you add infrastructure to be able to do that in your own house? To your point, the overall power grid. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they handle this stuff. Electrify America is doing a huge, a really, really good job getting uh, really, you know, high power stations put in throughout the country. So there's... And Electrify America yeah. is basically being bankrolled by Volkswagen yep. because of their whole Dieselgate scandal, their punishment was... I think a two or three billion dollar fine. They are the the main partner. There are other partners involved, yeah. obviously, but yeah, they are the main uh, money source for that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's their way of kind of reparations right. for for Dieselgate is is funding this Electrify America. So you're starting to see more and more non Tesla 
basically yeah. charging stations coming out there. So well, I think I mean, look, electric cars are awesome. They're I think there's they're they are definitely the future. It's the direction that we're going to go in. I don't think I mean internal combustion doesn't go away for thirty. I 40 want my years. car to run a Mister Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there, there's a lot of cool stuff. There's a lot of unanswered questions, right? The things like with the trucks. Okay, uh, I can see. A work truck. I can make an argument for a work truck, right? right? Because mostly you're going to be on jobs with power, and it's probably okay. You plug it in while you're while yeah, you're yeah. working or whatever. I can see an argument for around town, like delivery see. trucks, especially because yeah. they have a fixed route, more or less. Yep, yeah. totally. I can see. I can see the argument for that. Rivian, the truck is rad. The SUV is super cool. Yeah. I'm into it. I love a lot of the technology. You do four tank turns, it's probably going to rip the thing apart, but. Okay, so you're telling me that there's this off-road truck. Well, there's no chargers at trailheads. Right. And so that's where stuff gets a little... That needs to be figured out You have out to have like crazy range or something in order to make it out there. Yeah, or you have to have a, a charger at a trailhead or you've got to... Yeah. There's got to be something else, right? So it'll be really cool to see like what solutions come up because there's... You cannot convince me right now to drive into the middle of nowhere without 23 gallons of fuel. Right. And that's the thing is like most of these overlanders are carrying gas cans yeah they have extra fuel just in case but you can't really do that with an ev no and <laughs> a well, generator I mean, I guess big, and a 110 outlet yeah big solar panels but so speaking of fuel cans really quick i'm gonna totally change the subject for a second did you see this dude rented a mustang in new york yes took out the, took out the back seat took out the passenger seat yes. added a hundred i think it was 103 gallons of additional fuel capacity they were marine fuel tanks yeah marine fuel tanks bolted them all in and did the run from new york to la in 25 hours without having to stop for fuel uh, he stopped once but he stopped with a truck that was carrying fuel and they so it wasn't even at a fueling station. Right, right, right. He that's pulled right, over on the right. side of a of, of a back road or something and they filled him back up. Yeah. So since we've been in this coronavirus lockdown, there's been people trying to complete with what is known as the cannonball run, which is from a garage in New York all the way out to Santa Monica. And the Red Ball Garage. Yeah, the Red Ball Garage. And so the original record was like thirty six something hours. And then it's it dropped down to 31 and then 28. and But now because of this whole stay-at-home COVID measure, people aren't on the highways. And so people have been more frequently and more recently breaking the record. So the record may stand for like a week or two, and then it gets broken again. Yeah, this guy, so this guy, but this guy 130 yeah. gallons of fuel, 25 hours, 55 minutes, the, the one stop that you talked about. And uh, he said it will not go any faster than 159 miles an hour. And anybody who says otherwise is lying. Yeah. So what he had to average, I think that's 108 or something like that over yeah. the whole trip. That's insane. And the fact is, it's a rental. And he did it by himself. Yeah, that's... Like, that's, so there's no one to help him look for cops. There's no... On most, like, most of these, these runs are three people there's yeah. a, right three or four people they've got gyro stabilized binoculars calculations they're they're using radar they're using yeah i mean it's a it's a pretty orchestrated thing and this is just gone yeah i think he was using like ways in some like other app and he's got <laughs> screenshots showing his progress on ways right that i mean that's 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 ballsy yeah it's funny that did you see the picture of him picking up the Mustang? So that's him at the rental center, uh, just picking it up. He's just like pointing. He does not look impressed. <laughs> no, but I mean it's a Mustang GT. And then, but the other thing is, is like, so you set 
the record now what i mean it's not it's not like it's officially recognized by guinness book or world records or anything like that there's no trophy there's no award there's no money there's what i think is interesting too is do you remember before like when even up until i would say the last couple of years people that broke the record were very careful about keeping it to themselves yeah waiting until like the statute of limitations yeah yeah, exactly this guy did it and the next day everybody knew about it yeah so that's what's kind of interesting i wonder how they're not how are they not getting in trouble yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can't prove it. Yeah, but you would think like the screenshots that he's even sharing or showing the speed or I yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. And it's on one hand, you know, the engineer in me can appreciate the, the work and the logic and the effort that went into it. The other hand is like, what the fuck are you doing? These are public roads. I, I don't know. I mean, if 108 miles an hour continuously on average from yeah. New York all the way to Southern California. I do it. Is nuts. It's super nuts. Which I would do it as a team. I wouldn't do it by myself. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, I'm saying this, but I have no problem doing that on the way to Vegas and doing triple digit speeds because the 15 is kind of empty. Yeah. But that's only for an hour or two at a time, not 25, 25 hours. The 26 hours are almost 25, 55. Yeah. Yeah. That's just uh, nuts. Yeah. I mean, apparently it said he, he had a laser jammer, he had a radar detector, but the only other stuff that he had. He had Waze, Google Maps, an iPhone timer, the built-in trip computer, and a CB. And then he was, I think he was pissing into bottles or something, too. Yeah, and he was asking truckers. Like, he basically sweet-talked truckers to get out of his way. And uh, he he's pretty convinced that the, they thought he was in a pursuit car or something or they wouldn't have moved. Oh, interesting. Which actually makes sense. It's a Mustang, and they run those. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. That's I mean, it is pretty crazy. And then you've got to take all that stuff off. And then return the car. Yeah, and then he actually drove it back. Well, yeah, because he took the back seat out, so he can't return it. In right, exactly. California, so he had to, yeah, he had to drive it back after that. I wonder how long the return Because he took the passenger seat out and the back seat out. Yep. So, yeah. And then I'm sure he had to drill a few holes or something like that. But Maybe. Uh, Maybe the return trip took him like 30 hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think after that, right, you'd probably just take take your time. Take your time and yeah, do yeah, some yeah, sightseeing yeah. on the way yeah. back for yeah. sure. That is crazy. 25, 55, 56. 2,806.2 miles. Good for him? 12.3 miles per gallon on average. It's actually eh, better. For 108 miles me. an hour. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah, that's, yeah. that's about right. Yeah. That's, that's, it's insanity. I mean, it's, it's insanity in kind of the coolest way, I think. But hey, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that just, the whole fuel thing. And that's brought that up, brought that to my mind, to my, my, my forehead mind. Whatever that means. Yeah, for a split second, I thought it brought to your muff. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, one last piece of craziness that we should talk about really quick is that we've got a new candidate for president. Yes. Yeah, that would be... Go ahead. (sighs) (laughs) I wrote down in, in my notes, what the fuck, Kanye. So, apparently, on Twitter, last night, he announced that he is running for president. At 5.38 p.m., we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future. I am running for president of the United States. Hashtag 2020 vision. Yes. (laughs) This is the same guy that started his own church. Yes. And and convinced people to buy $700 slippers. Yes. And... This is the guy that also has beef with Taylor Swift. So I don't fucking know. But he it's, has Elon Musk's full support. Which means what? 
I don't know. Some yeah. other guy uh, said someone close to this man, get him some help. And then he said, this is not an insult. I'm a psychologist. Kanye is not well. Please help him if you care about him. Yeah. And that actually probably sounds more realistic. And people are trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Is this an actual bid? Because usually you would file papers if you were running for office and he's missed all those deadlines. But uh-huh. Kanye does have an album called Late Registration. So maybe this is kind of along with that plan. He's talked about running for president in 2024. We don't need another fucking celebrity in office. Well, maybe Taylor Swift will run against him. Yeah, we don't need another celebrity running for office. Well, no, shouldn't we have uh, leaders that are A, leaders, B, understand economics and social... Yes, diplomacy. Yeah, diplomacy would be good. We need that. Yeah, so there's just so much... I, <laughs> I, but the Such. thing about it too is just why? Yeah. I mean, uh, it uh, takes uh, your words. Like you can't even form a coherent thought about this insanity anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Now the, the dumpster fire is exploding, I guess. It's now gold gilded like some Yeezys. The, this says, I don't know who Carrie Davidson is, uh, but... On Twitter. On Twitter, yep. Carrie Davidson says, Kanye just announced he's running for president in 2020. The goal is to take away black voters from Biden, handing Trump a victory. This is by design. Also note, Elon Musk was very quick to endorse him. Yeah. I don't know. My only hope is that he's been teasing an album release at some point in 2020. My hope is this is just hyping some bullshit up and then he's got an album dropping like on Tuesday or something. I'm not a big Kanye fan in general. His last couple albums have kind of sucked. But if this is just publicity for an album or something like that, then fine. You know what, though? Like the thing is, is that nothing, nothing is off the table anymore. Right? Like, I know. Think of the most batshit crazy thing you can think of. Murder Hornets. Yeah. Which, by the way, what happened to those? I know. Yeah. Now we got the, uh, what was it, the, the dust, the Saharan dust yeah. storm? It's funny. I was reading, I don't know if it was on Twitter or what it was on, but somebody was basically saying, like, maybe somebody is, you know, there is time travel and somebody keeps going back to fix this bullshit. But they, keep screwing, they keep screwing something else up and it's just getting worse. That's definitely what it seems like. Yeah. I mean, this is like, this is, the, the, I don't even, I don't, I don't know, get it. No, we, we don't need another reality TV. Uh-uh. Star running for office. This is just a big fat no. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I want to your point. Who knows if this is going to be for real or or what's going on? Like if yeah, I mean, then we would have if he ran for office and won, we would literally have a porn star as the first lady. That is true. Yeah. That's going to be awesome on the world stage. Well, right now we have a mail-order bride. Yes. Who's done some nude modeling. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's just... We also have a president that said if his daughter wasn't his daughter, he would date her. So it's all it's all bad. It's all bad. Everybody just needs to get kicked in the crotch really hard right oh, now. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, other people will say that it's just like delusions of grandeur and narcissistic personality disorder and more Trump, more I think, Trump. I think this is just proves the point of why social media is shit. 
Yeah, I think social media is definitely <laughs> contributing to the downfall of, of civilization and not just Western civilization. I think all civilization. But oh, you, yeah. you do remember when Kanye went and visited Trump in the White House and he was oh, wearing yeah. a MAGA yeah. hat. So. Yeah, he was a fan. So then you got to figure, okay, is he running on the Republican ticket? What's the plan? Like, he'd, be, he'd run on the Yeezy ticket. Right. Right? Obviously. Like, that's the new party, the Yeezys. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, speaking of MAGA hats, you had seen a couple of these, too. I've noticed these Trump... Uh, merchandise stands popping up all over the place. Yeah, kind of illegal too, because it's not like they're they're just popping up on the corner of like the sidewalk outside of a shopping center with an easy up and some flags. There's one by my mom's house that's just at an intersection. Yeah, uh, like a you know, there's really nothing there. There's a, a empty field and there's a entrance to a neighborhood, so it's probably somebody that lives in that neighborhood. And then across the street, there's like people you know yelling "F Trump." Go Biden yeah, yeah, yeah. and like uh, it's just it's all sort, but they've got huge flags. You can buy Trump merchandise, Trump flags. No step on me. Oh yeah, no yeah, step yeah. on snack flags. No snack, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can buy. Oh man, what else is that? I don't know. I didn't. I saw it from across the street, and it just it's just. Mm. What I was kind of surprised is like the city or Sony doesn't roll by. Do you have a permit? Apparently, the police were at the one by my mom's shopping. Yeah, probably, right? <laughs> no, but they didn't shut it down, so maybe they do have a permit. But that seems so weird because, I mean, why would the city issue a sales permit for a residential corner or, you know, like yeah. an intersection? Like, because you can't have people stopping right there to shop. It's not safe. Right. Well, you have to go park in that neighborhood, I guess. Right. And walk over. But that's the whole thing. Like, I don't, it doesn't make any sense. And it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yay, raging dumpster fire. Oh, boy. Hey, 2020, you're halfway over. Yay. 20, oh, yeah. I don't know. And then I read an article the other day about Trump basically has a whole plan about not leaving office if he loses. So that's cool. Maybe he just gets stuck in his bunker underground. He can't figure his way out. Oh, man. I don't know. On this super positive, exciting note, should we end it here? Or should we Your life to... or the show? I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not honestly sure anymore. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. This is, it's it's a depressing note to leave it on, but that's where we ended. Although, I guess we could talk about, I don't know, there's a bunch of new Lego stuff coming out. There is some new Lego stuff. I just saw that, uh, so Lego has this whole setup where people can create their own sets and, and contribute ideas. Yep. And if they get enough votes, they get turned into real products. Yep. And so there's three new Lego idea contest winners. One of them. Oh yeah, they finally announced those. Yes, yeah, yeah, one yeah. of them is the house from uh, Home Alone. The McAllister house is one of the sets. The other one is a complete scene of basically Jerry Seinfeld's apartment from Seinfeld. So the other one is okay. And then the third one is a typewriter. So the Seinfeld one kind of makes sense because Lego recently has done the uh, Friends. Like diorama, yeah. They've done a couple other TV show related ones. The McAllister house is kind of interesting because it's the Home Alone throwback, but because it is wintry, Christmassy, it kind of fits in with their Winter Village uh, kind of stuff. Oh, I wonder do. if they'll make it so that it could. It's fit. a modular type deal, right? Maybe. So it'll fit. That'd be cool. So they announced the winners, and they the images they show were the actual submissions from these users. Right. So if you know, if Ryan or I was to make a set, you'd take a picture, you'd upload it to the site, people would vote on it. Once the vote, or once it wins in Lego's eyes, Lego then re-engineers the set. Yeah, they've got to make sure it's saleable. Right. right. So they'll make it so that it's either easier to build or uses different pieces or whatever it may right. be. I don't know what the, the Lego magic criteria yeah, is. Know. 
But the the McAllister house, the Home Alone house, is actually the one of those three that I'm excited for. The typewriter is a typewriter. Well, it's a working typewriter though, which is cool. It's kind of like that playable piano coming out. Yeah. Um, which I mean, it's neat. It's and engineering wise, it's pretty cool. Uh, the Home Alone house does look pretty neat. I don't care about Seinfeld. I I like Seinfeld, but I don't really care enough about the episode unless the minifigs are kind of cool. Maybe uh, a, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. A no, Cosmo Kramer. I'm not a Seinfeld fan. Maybe Kramer has a little ass man license plate in his hand. Yeah. Maybe they make him taller. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's a bro. I mean, there's there's all sorts of Seinfeld yeah. references that could be interesting. The other thing that's coming out that they just announced is they're called Lego Art. So Lego's doing this whole push, uh, realizing that there's a lot of adult fans, you know, or AFOLs as they call them. Uh, so they're they're making some products that are catered to that. And one of the things coming out, there's three, four themes. So there's essentially they're a 14 by 14. Uh, flat plate with a special frame and a hanging element oh, yeah. and studs and I you make that. pictures so they've got warhol's Warhol. maryland they have uh marvel they've got an iron man series they have the beatles so portraits of all four beatles and then star wars uh three different i think it's vader whatever so i was super i was like oh that's really cool that's really neat until i found out they're $120 a piece, oh, which, shit. whatever, I mean, okay. Yeah. I'm not, the, I guess the piece count is, they're huge. Because it's they're just big. one by one little tiles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get a lot of those and whatever. What I wasn't, so I thought, okay, Marilyn's Warhol. He yeah. had four different versions of that painting, right? So to have all four paintings, I thought that's super cool. 450 bucks, basically, right? Yeah, because you have to buy one per. Yeah. Which is Lame. dumb. So the, the Iron Man one is three. However, if you bought three of them, you can actually make a, a bigger f- deal. Like the, the Star Wars one, if you buy three of them, you can actually make a, a what's essentially a one by three Vader. So oh, like a tall Darth Vader. So yeah. it's a, like a fourth alternate portrait. Um, I mean, it's a really, really cool concept, but the amount it. of money is... They had a, uh, it was like a thing in the Lego app back in the day, kind of early iOS app where you could take a picture and it would turn it into lego pixels basically and so yeah. you could take a selfie and it would show you how to do it i would do that if i can get one of these art tiles and take a picture and then it would just pop out all the pieces i needed yeah so if you uh when if it ever opens again the lego store yeah. at downtown disney you can go to that one and you they've got this special machine machine and it takes your photo and then it kicks out a kit so you can make your own oh no way yeah. what, what's the size of that is it like a bigger, like a ten by ten, or is it a smaller? I'll be honest. I'm not. I'm not sure. Actually, um, I think it is. Not to look into that. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, no, I think it's like fourteen by fourteen. Or yeah, because if like it's that. a fourteen by fourteen, yeah. and it's if it's in, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I can't bucks. remember. I can't remember how much it is. Um, I've never. You know, I, I mean, I haven't done it obviously, but it is something kind of cool. Oh, it it only does black and white. Oh, at the Lego store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is. Oh, who cares, right? Yeah. Maybe I'll do the dog because I have a Boston Terrier that's mostly black and white. Yeah, that'd be cool. But they've done, I mean, they've got, I don't know if you saw the Mickey and Minnie Mouse coming out. Yeah, those are kind of ugly. It's super creepy. Uh, yeah. 180 bucks. Uh, yeah, no desire for that. There's a new ad at coming out. Like, they're re-releasing a bunch of other stuff. But yeah, there's the, there you see, there's Maryland. Yeah, and yeah. The, I, the I saw one. those in the social media stuff. I've seen, like, in Instagram and, and in Facebook, Lego's been advertising that. And it's like, 
All right, that looks interesting, but I didn't realize the price tag associated with them. Yeah, one twenty. When I like I said, I think it's slightly deceiving. Like the Beatles, they show all four of them, but you have to buy four kits. Yeah, so, so that's four hundred eighty bucks, five hundred bucks, right? Just and to get assembly required. Right. They've got. <laughs> they announced a bunch of expansion sets for their their Mario stuff now. So yeah. they've got different outfits for the Mario. They've got Bowser's castle, a bunch of things like that. Which I'm still not. I mean, I, I kind of don't care because there's not a. Uh, it's not what I thought that they were going to be, but I've got a feeling there's going to be more Nintendo sets. Might make potentially. sense. Potentially. Yeah. You know, they've got a lot of themes. Oh, the other thing about the um, the portrait stuff or whatever they're, whatever they're calling it. The um, art series. Yeah. So the other thing I thought was kind of interesting is uh, the sets are aimed. Oh, there's also a new, I don't know, little removal tool thing. Um, the sets are aimed at adults, clearly, but if you look on the box, there's this thing called soundtrack, and I wasn't sure what it was, and so I kind of looked into it a little bit. So you, uh, I don't know if it's an app itself or it's just a site that you go to, but as you're building, there's like interviews or there's oh, okay. like, like the creators talking about stuff. So they're they're kind of telling you more about what you're doing, maybe talking about the pieces. That's or kind of interesting. Yeah, it could be really interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, to your point, it's just all flat circular which is interesting because lego started with their they call them dots and it was kind of going after the uh younger girls yep and using dots to make like jewelry bracelets right necklaces and stuff and this is kind of in that same piece because they're all using those same flat little one by one tiles it's sort of brilliant when you think about it because like with dots it's basically they actually have pattern ones and ones that are printed whatever it looks like it's all the overrun from all their other sets right because those are usually the ones when you buy a set and you have extra pieces, it's almost always right. those one-by-one one tiles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that's going to be interesting. But, I mean, look, the piece count on this Maryland one is 3341. So they're pretty decent size. That's a lot of pieces. Yeah. Well, and it makes a frame, and there's a new hanging element, apparently, that... Ooh. Yeah, so all these people are like, I'm going to buy them. Not that I would read a Facebook group or anything, but I'm going to buy it just for the hanging element. That seems like a lot of money. Yeah, it doesn't. Wouldn't you just wait till the instructions are posted online and see what the hell the hanging element well, is I'm and sure build you your can, own? Yeah, you'll be able to order that element, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. So, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool stuff. It'll be interesting to see. <laughs> this thing's pretty rad, but I am I have no use for it. Uh, a 6x6 six six articulated Volvo hauler. Yeah, some cool. of the Technic stuff is, is pretty cool. But, again, it's... You're Did right. you get the the Lambo or no, no interest? No, it's interest. It just, yeah. you know... Separating myself from what is it, three hundred and fifty bucks or four hundred bucks? Is that how much they are? I think so. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's heavy. Heavy. Let's see, Technic. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I didn't know. I, I saw it come out. My, I don't know. The Technic ones are super cool, but at the same time, they're, I guess, gappy enough, so to speak, that they're mm, not polished enough. Yeah. Yeah, the Defender's cool. I don't think. Did you get that one? No. No, I, I don't have any of the big Technic cars other than, like, we got the Corvette because that was relatively inexpensive. And then I have the GT3, which was, like, a $400 set. But I, I won a social media contest, so I had a gift card, so I bought right. it. So Yeah, 380 bucks. Wow, I didn't realize it was that expensive. Yeah. Life is getting expensive. Yeah, what's up with that? Like, I mean, even, like, grocery trip runs are starting to get more expensive. Yeah, I somehow spent $90 at the grocery store the other day. Yeah. But I don't have anything left. Yeah, it's stuff is creeping up in price for sure. Yeah, well, I think meat's getting really expensive too. Yeah, it's like eighteen bucks for a steak that would normally be uh, ten. Yeah, so that was weird. 
Yeah, it's, it's been interesting because, you know, we are looking at stuff and it's like, it's just cheaper to go to In-N-Out and get a burger than uh-huh. it is to buy a br- ground beef and right, do the whole right. thing at home. So it's just like, mm. Bison, still 10 bucks still. So if you need buffalo, there's there plenty go. of that at the store. Good to know. Oh, I like buffalo burgers. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. And you like buffalo wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which apparently are from, buff- not from Buffalo, New York. They're not made of buffalo. Oh. Which is really disappointing. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, I, I'm sorry to ruin life for you, but yeah, there you go. All right. Well, you know what? I think this is On a, that a pearl better, of wisdom. Yeah, better place to end. Buffalo, buffalo wings, wings are not buffalo. Made. Yeah. Yeah, sorry to bust your bubble, but whatever. All right, everybody. Uh, it's been fun talking at you. It's time to go. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups podcast, and for this, we apologize. <laughs>